0: The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide meter in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the
2: Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host for Loving That Sports Talk. And like I say every week, we have a great show. i got my guests returning. Always a great show. Every time I miss him, I'm going to have um, this guest on the show. Everybody like, oh, I'm listening in, I'm listening in. But uh <laughs> former NBA player Reggie Slate, you know, that, I'm here feeling the love. I'm feeling the love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know Chris every time I tell her, so Reggie, oh my god, I mean, everybody in our office listening in to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what it's a pleasure,
3: man, to be on the show. I appreciate you taking the time and having
2: me on. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to know your business. But Reggie, we gotta we gotta talk first about um, I know you know a little bit more about it, so I'm going to let you talk about i got to mention one of our own was drafted in the NBA this year from Wyoming, Larry Nance Oh, Jr. man. That was awesome. Larry Nance Jr., what a tremendous
3: accomplishment. What a tremendous young man. What a, a, a kid that has a history with a his dad being who he is. And, you know, for, for kids, especially juniors, I think it's hard for them to 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 establish themselves because their dads have already established themselves and they're living in their dad's shadow. But he clearly led a path um, of his own and he's made his own name now. And uh, man, what a I just
2: I, mean, I can't I can't see how how good I feel for that kid. Hey, hey Slade, just a little bit about his game. I mean, what kind of game he had? I mean, everybody think he jump out the gym. You know, his dad used to jump, but up- what game was he like? You say he made his own name and what he did that's so great to change it from. Because you know how it is when people have their dad and they come out of dad So will he plays just like his dad, or you know, just what what did he do different and what a great? I know.
3: Well, he's a six foot nine kid that has a seven foot one wingspan. That's one thing that sets him apart from everybody else. I um, mean, he's got, like I said, he's got his. He, he, he's a, he's a, he's a four key, he's a four that can also play a threes position because he can shoot from the outside. So he's versatile. And, uh, you know, he's got great uh, lateral movement that helps him on his, you know, with his feet. And, uh, and, uh, and, and more than anything else, he's got that all important, great attitude. Uh, the kids, uh, he's been raised well. He, uh, uh, you know, he, he knows his right from wrong. Uh, he knows he has great work ethic, so I think the Lakers got a good eye on him.
2: I know I came down a couple of years ago. I think it was, I'm, I was up, I was there for that midnight um, thing where they, it was the midnight, well, you know where they had a practice at night, and yeah, the, you know, the, the young kid when he was leaving out, he took time uh-huh. to shake talk to everybody that, you know, you know what I'm saying, he didn't walk past, nobody without shaking their hands or saying, you know.
3: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. kid has a great a uh, uh, head on the shoulders, man. He's been raised right, and, and he, he, you know, he he he's got a bright future
2: ahead of him. I think. So um, I just want to, you know, to take our right hand, you know, hats out to him, you know, how mm-hmm. are you he works, working, observe, you know, where he's at, and you know, let's see him in there for for a long time. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Let's see him we watching him. Absolutely, and he's doing well in the summer league thus far, and I've been trying to get in to see some of the games. But every time I missed, him, I've been tired sleeping since I got here. But you know, we gotta catch some up, right? But really, right. well, uh just the the season a well, Let's talk about you know what going to stay there. I never talked to you about it. Um, did they just tire, um Cleveland now, or Cleveland didn't have enough manpower or what did you see? Well, I saw a very well oiled machine
3: that you know, they say um they say that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. I saw a Golden State team that mimicked everything that San Antonio did when San Antonio won the uh, title last year. It was a lot of uh, versatile players, it was a lot of drive and kick, it was a lot of great three point shooters. Um, It was it was a game that transitioned on from what the NBA was in the 90s. It's a game that, you know, back in the 90s, 80s, you used to have a dominant big man. Yeah, Patrick Ewing, Akeem Elijah one. All those, Shaquille O'Neal dominated for so many years. Tim Duncan, David Robertson. Now, because of the transition of the NBA and the way it has evolved, now you got the guys that would, in the past, like Dirk Nowitzki who will be post-players that have turned into uh, outside three-point shooter guys. And so guys coming in the league have now started doing that. So y- y- you see a lot more shooters now. And the game is, when it comes down to the line, it's, it's, it's more skilled players as opposed to just the ground and pound down low.
2: Well, I, I, I was watching the game. I was kind of upset a couple games that – uh um the, uh Stephen Curry and um, the other guy, Clay, Thomas, kind of, they wasn't mm-hmm. in, you know. And I was like, listen to what Charles Barkley would say that, you know, you can't win you know, by the jump shot. Did you kind of right. see that kind of turn? Because if you look at, what, game three or four or something like that, they was like, cold, and, you know.
3: <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you traditionally the can't win just by the jump shot because you've got to have that inside presence. You've got to have rebounding. Uh, because, you know, everybody's going to be off. And, and, you know, shooters shoot their way out of holes. Uh, but you got to have that defensive group. But what the Golden State Warriors did is they had some very good role players. I mean, they have role players that were formerly stars, guys like uh, Lee. Uh, I think his first name was David. Uh, these guys are legitimate stars, but in order to accept – I'm sorry, in order to attain that goal of winning a championship, they've accepted a lesser role – uh
2: to fit into the puzzle not be the main guy. Rich, I know you to watch the game, but what did you <laughs> see that um, Bill say had to make an uh, adjustment? What did you see? Right. Adjustment? Because you see Stephen Curry was not hitting. you got to get him off. And uh, Clay Thomas was. What adjustment, if you were the coach, what would you have did that, you know, because if you look at it, Cleveland had them. They just they had to say Well, I think I think Cleveland did everything they could. I mean, they were uh, they
3: got to the point where they were just uh, they were playing on film. They had some very key players go out Uh, first. uh, You know, the rebounder uh, guy named Kyrie Irving. I mean, they had some very key players, some very big people. Their puzzle go out of the game. So, without that, I think the rest of the guys stepped up and they played admirably. In fact, they played fantastically with a lot of heart. But it just wasn't enough in the engine.
2: Uh, do you see Cleveland uh, re-sign uh, Kevin Love? and you see next year? That's all they needed was maybe a couple people to keep people to help. you see Cleveland running through it now?
3: Are uh, you, 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 you asking me, do I see them re- replicating and getting to the finals again? Yes. Uh, if they can stay healthy. And that's the key thing because, you know, I've heard people say, well, if they were healthy, and I said, well, you need to stop right there because it's the healthy thing. Uh, health is a, a, a huge factor. You can't win the race unless you're in the race. So you got to make sure that, the, that that the coach is making sure the guys are getting proper minutes, they're getting the proper rest. Uh, the rotations are good. You know, Kobe hurt himself that very last year that he played a full year because he was just playing, you know, he was playing minutes that were meant for a 23 year old in a 34 year old body. You know, you have to think long term. You can't just think long- uh, short term. The last year, the, t- uh, the Spurs won their championship, uh, if you look at the time clock, Tim Duncan, Ginobili, those guys are playing very few minutes or, re- or very much reduced minutes compared to what they have been doing in the past season.
2: You know, it's funny. said that I was listening to um, baseball the other night and it was asking the guy, like, they're doing, doing the regular season doing pitch count for pitchers so they're healthy for the playoff. When, when the pitcher was all pitched out, they couldn't pitch in the playoff it was no good, so you're right. You know, the coaches got to monitor their minutes so they're ready for the failure And I hurt. You're right, though, Red. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, because
3: I keep on hearing, well, we were healthy. Well, there's a lot of things. I mean, that's, that's the butterfly effect. Uh, you know, perhaps if Kyrie Irvin plays in that, that the young kid, I can't remember his name, that was being Stephen Curry up so much, he may not have played as much. And Stephen Curry perhaps would have got off and had more points. I mean, there's more ramifications to it, so you have to think before you just utter something out, right? unless you're just speaking to a very bleak crowd that don't know what the heck they're talking about.
2: Well, I just changed up, but I got a some text. Somebody want me to ask you a question? Um, sure. Kevin Durant and Westbrook, they said, what do you see that friendship going on with Kevin Lee? He's leaving? No, Is they said, you think Kevin would leave and with oh. him and Westbrook? Well, I mean that's just
3: life. <laughs> uh, if if, 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 if uh, it was not that long ago when uh, Oklahoma was talking about putting Kevin Durant on the on the chocolate block and getting him out of there, you know, um, it, it, it's a, you know, the thing about basketball is it's a business. It's a business, and you have to respect the decisions that are made
2: and, and keep on performing. Would you get rid of Kevin? Kuhl, but only because Westbrook. And, I mean, he played well. You know when Kevin was hurt, but don't you have to look at that player that's gonna be? You know what I'm saying, Red? That's gonna be yo. Your... Well, I remember about five years ago, four years ago, when Oklahoma was the team of the future,
3: and you know, unfortunately, went through some injuries with Westbrook, and and some you know then they had injuries the next year with Kevin Durant and. And what not. So, I mean, when is the future going to come? Because pretty soon those guys are going to be 30, 31 years old. <laughs> you know? So something has to change in order for them to get, go from good to great. You know, elsewise they're going to stay in that same tier, in that same
2: level. You know, Rich, uh, uh, they said that, um, you know, because I've followed uh, Oklahoma too. And everybody, you know, oh, um, Westbrook didn't get the ball to Kevin. He's a scorer. He's a one. You know, but you got two people, at least two people on each team that's a star, right? Right, Red, there's gonna be your shooter, or the three. You know? Don't they have to work that out with the shots? Well, uh, easier said than done, but, 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 there's so many variables
3: that go into this. First of all, in today's NBA, especially with this new CBA that's about to come out, right? This is gonna be more money than, 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 than there's ever business in the NBA, and uh, coaches have been seeing this problem develop throughout the last probably 10, 15 years. You can have a coach that has a very handsome contract, but you know, saying two, three million dollars a year. But the star player is making 20 million dollars a year. So if if, if 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 somebody's gonna have to go, you know, who do you think they're gonna get rid of? They're gonna get rid of the coach. So the coaches are put in positions where they're just basically sucking up to the star players a lot of the time,
2: you know? So that could be true that LeBron was running the team. The coach really wasn't coach. you believe that?
3: Well, I think he had... Of course, he's a star player, so he's going to have a lot of influence, just like Larry Bird did in his day and Matthew Johnson and his. Michael Jordan and the list goes on. But I think... I mean, when you think of guys that coach those people, Pat Riley with LA, Bill Jackson with uh with Chicago and and the Lakers, uh you know, you know, putting Kobe in that mix, those people's name and their coaching ability is strong enough to stand by themselves. I don't know if the guy that that's with Cleveland, who was a rookie coach in the NBA, although he had one in other arenas at different levels of basketball is anywhere near the stature of a Pat Riley or Phil Jackson. You know, not at
2: this point. Well they they start to get new like to those uh different coaches is if you see it before I mean like with football, you got all the coaches when they get fired, they always go to another team. The same coaches circulate in mm-hmm. the system. Right. I mean now with basketball you starting to see, you know, like you have Mark Jackson there. Uh, you're getting um, um all the others like um they're yeah. they They sound good, but they are different culture style than, like you say, with Pat Riley. Cause Pat Riley don't put up with stuff. Am I right? I don't care if he's a star or not. Um, absolutely, Jackson, absolutely. Right. It's his way of the highway. his uh, and,
3: and, and, well, and his and his, rec, and his rec, he has a resume that proves that. Uh, again, I think the coach at at Cleveland was good, but. Uh, you know, you're looking at the star player LeBron's resume compared to this guy's resume. Now, this guy probably had more years coaching than LeBron had playing, but the NBA is again, that's a different tier uh than a European basketball. So, in, in saying that, LeBron's gonna carry far more, um, um, have far more say so,
2: you know. We're supposed to do it. We got to take a break. We'll come back. Um, we'll talk a little bit about NBA now. Uh, see what you think. Then we'll get into the draft pick and see what you think of how the young players are going to play with their new team. This is a love guest. We'll be right back.
1: Your Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
0: visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host Loving That Sports Talk. back
2: with my guest, Ray. Is you that know, Ray? I'm here, love. Feel the love, man. Feel the love. Well, Red, you know a uh, lot went on the other side of me, You know we got um, other teams that said, you know, the, um, the one team that um, the uh, the Maverick was all pissed off. Oh yeah, about um, the deal with DeAndre Jordan, yeah. Right. Well, well, I mean, if you get that a lot from players, say, you know, well, I couldn't play for you Then the other team. You know, why that was that such a big deal, Red, that they were. So pissed off with him. Well, they put a lot of stock in him, and, and DeAndre Jordan. He's
3: a, you know, he he he's a. He 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 is what a lot of people want. I mean, he's a big guy that can run the floor, that's athletic, that can defend the basket, and that can also rebound. That's very valuable. And when you have players like um, um, the forward for 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 the Clippers, um, gosh, man, his name escapes me, but. But, but, I mean, he helps, uh, uh, those players, Griffin, he helps Chris players Paul. like that shine all that much more because he he cleans up their, what they have left over, you know? And for a guard like Chris Paul, I mean, man, how important is it to have a, 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 a big man that can, that can, that can easily get a rebound, uh, on the defensive end, outlet the ball, and or tip, get important tip back, tip ends um on the offensive end. And it's not like he's like a Shack was back in his day where he requires a, a lot of the ball and offense, a lot of attention. He's perfectly uh uh, uh he's fit into the role of being a uh, a role player very well.
2: well why is it these owners get pissed off when these players want to go and they want to go, but owners why don't they want to get rid of you. You go. You know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> well, they're playing on your maturity level on that. Because I mean they're 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 promising things and promising things and, and they're they're betting that they can uh convince you uh, to you know, sound dotted line where you're right. The owners will pull pull the chain in, in a heartbeat and say, Look, there's nothing officially signed, uh so therefore nothing is legally bound. You know, usually you don't hear twenty something year old guys doing that. So they're playing on the fact that a lot of these players are immature in that whole world of, 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 of uh, of business relations. And peer pressure, right? You know, if Mark Cuban gets on in the Dallas Morning News or something like that and like, hey man, you know, we really want him to come here. You know, all of a sudden you got a whole newspaper that's uh, on your back. And you know, guys okay will cave
2: peer pressure at times. Wow. Yeah, yeah. What about, um, let's start with Miami. Did, did you see the Wade way going back to them? I thought he was, I mean, angry at them and coming out, and then he'd go back and sign with them. I mean, uh, well,
3: yeah, he signed, I think, a one year, 20 year deal, which uh, I think he had $16 million, uh, and the year before he gave up $4 million to, to make cap space when they had the LeBron, James, Chris uh, Bosch deal going on. So, uh in a way uh you know Miami's just paying him back for uh uh for his sacrifice that he made last year, and you know what w- w- what 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 dwayne might be doing is hey, I'll take the twenty million this year and we'll see what happens next year uh those you know he probably isn't gonna get twenty million dollars from anybody else
2: well how many years do you see the still you know i don't see it almost like Kobe one more or two years
3: yeah I would think he's on the tail end of his career, but you know you never know the guys i mean he has a he has a history of, of, of being hurt and and not being able to fill out years, so you never know um you know but
2: uh yeah I would think he's on the tail end of his career, certainly. do you think that's one of the players how we talked about where the coach got to manage his minutes make him available for the oh playoffs?
3: absolutely <laughs> absolutely. He is a heck of a talent, but you know, none of, everybody is over against Father Time. Everybody. <laughs> you know, Father Time has made even the greatest slow down. So, you know, you have the tremendous love for the game, but you know, you can't do at 34 what you could do at 24.
2: Well, since so you talk about Father Time, I'm going to go with, um, Kobe. Well, um, mm-hmm. is he going to survive the year or, you know, man, I tell you what, he is doing everything
3: he can to assist that, and that's one thing I will say about Kobe. He has adapted his game when he, early on, and you know, I'm I, I'm, a, I'm an LA fan just because I grew up in the, in the 80s. You know, LA and Boston. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of both of those franchises. And if you watch them, I remember early on in his career, uh, you know, after he started developing his skills, when he really bulked up. To handle, you know, the, the 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 physicality of the the league. Since then, he's slimmed down a little bit, and he's, he's 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 improved on his jump shot and his dribbling and whatnot. And last few years, unfortunately, he hasn't been able to finish the season because of injury. I saw a picture of him, a recent picture of him yesterday on social media, and I'm gonna tell you what that guy has lost. He's easily lost about 20 pounds. Uh, you know, what he's trying to do is, is, is uh, uh, keep his body lighter so that there will be less injury, less wear and tear, uh, on, you know, on his joints. Uh, you know, Ray Allen did that. He did the same thing, you know, his last year. Uh, you know, you got, you lose a lot of weight because it's hard to start and stop. Uh, it's much harder to start and stop when you're 37, 38, again, as compared to when you're 22, 24 years old.
2: With players like that, like Dwayne and Will, not Dwayne, cause Dwayne with Kobe, would you sit them out some games? Red, if you was, just, I mean, like a game if you played a team that ain't won a game, you know. What I do? Sit what? Them out and don't play them that game.
3: Not play a game for what? I,
2: I don't understand. Just to, you know, like I mean, say like they're playing a, a, a Jordan team and. They're sorry. They know they can go in there and beat them without Kobe. Would you recommend that game
3: to take some? <laughs> well, I don't know because I think any given team can beat anybody on any given day. It just depends on – because, I mean, these guys didn't make it to the NBA for nothing. I mean, sure, you got uh, you have a psychological issue with some of these guys, and they might be down, but that's going to be cyclical, and they'll, they'll get up uh, at some rate. What I think was the better logical thing to do, and is it, it, it to do like Greg Popovich did, which is limit the guy's minutes, and um, you know, get your role players in a place where they realize how significant and important they are and and you know, give them opportunity. You know, in, in basketball, you know, when I play professionally, they always told me to be ready. You know, you may not play one game, two games, five games, ten games, but when they do call you, you gotta be ready. And what Popovich does, he and he 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 gets his guys to buy into that. And when it's time to step up and perform, these guys step up and perform very well.
2: I'm going to put you on one of the suicide you take on this question. You got the fans that's paying all this money to come see Kobe. Then you got the coach. And man, I got to rest this guy, you know, this day because it needs to have him both. Where uh-huh. are
3: you at with that one, Rich? <laughs> oh, well, I'm looking at the big picture. I mean, the goal of every team, whether it's the very, you know, finish the very last or the very top of Season before is to win a championship. So I'm going to do whatever it takes in order to uh, win a championship. And if we have secured ourselves a position in the playoffs, uh, you know, fourth, fifth position, and we got, I don't know, uh, a handful of games left in the season, then I'm going to rest my guy. I'm going to yeah, rest my
2: guy. You're saying pay a hundred something dollars for a ticket to come see you play, Reds. Is that fair? Oh it's the hundred of my dollars to see the team
3: uh
2: win and
3: and you're going to see them. well you that that you're gonna see them play a lot longer in the season if you if you let the coach continue along the lines of his uh of, of his uh planning right there you can't you know the goal is to win championships and that's longevity so yeah and I get what you're saying you know I remember early on when i was uh at Wyoming as a matter of fact. Um, I can remember a guy saying, "Man, you know, Chicago Bulls came to Denver and played the Nuggets, and and Jordan been dunked one time. I want my money back. You know, you, got to, you know, they they want him to dunk every single time a game starts. And, you know, but I mean, it doesn't work like that all the time. Uh, you know, you have to be focused on the bigger picture. You know, if if you want your franchise, if
2: you want a job, uh, so you know, I'm gonna go with the coaches on this one. Yeah, but well, what if I bring Little Johnny to see?" Ready Slater play, ready get street clothes because you know, Little Johnny's
3: mad now. And Little Johnny gonna have to get over it. And he got television. You can watch us play longer in the postseason because uh, the coach stuck with his plan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you just know, you think I make Little Johnny happy? Are you at? <laughs> <laughs> little Johnny
3: can cheer. Hey, sometimes those the tel- television is better than the court than the seats in the, in, the, in the arena. <laughs>
2: get over it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I hear a lot of people are saying like, "We paid all because it's expensive to go to the game now." Don't no get it wrong. You know, everybody wanted to. You know, I guess it started when you like say when office for the Spurs was sitting this player, and uh, then the league got involved. Talk about they got you know people pay their money to come see. Remember that was the big thing, you know. Absolutely,
3: absolutely well, and the league has been over backwards to make it uh, make the n b a more attractive to the the, 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 the its his customers you know they 've done a lot of changing of rules and implementing little things here and there to increase the points to make a more free flowing game so that it 's more exciting to watch so uh you know um, i I think the nBA at large is listening to. The, it's customers. And again, have done a ton of changes in the last 15 years to, to make them happy. But, you know, coaches, coaches are going to do whatever they can do to survive. <laughs> you know? But, so you know, but the NBA you can walk, change the rules,
2: but but they can't uh, change coaching strategy. Right. You said there's a lot of rules changing. I know the NBA is trying to make the fans more involved. And like, look how they, Bring the cameras in the huddle or have to make every coach and uh, halftime and all the players do interviews. Why do we mm-hmm. kind of get the fans more into that, Rich? I mean, because before, you know, you was like, get that camera out of here, you get your hello, you know? Yeah, you just, exactly. Don't, do well, I don't I don't think a lot of, I,
3: don't, I, think I know a lot of the coaches and a lot of the players didn't like that because uh, initially, because I was in the league when that first started happening. And a lot of guys didn't like that because you're in the heat of the moment and you got to watch what you're saying. So you got to go from one end of the spectrum, which is, you know, just all-out hustle and doing whatever needs to be done, to the other end of the spectrum where you're under control, you're trying to speak articulate and express yourself in a, in a manner to which is pleasing to the audience and whatnot. So, that's, And that's a difficult transition to do sometimes. Uh, but I think over the years everybody's gotten used to it.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. And you,
3: and, you, and you just, you know, you adjust yourself accordingly,
2: you know? Right. Well, we'll take another break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the rookie draft. And then I got another question somebody wanted me to ask you to see, you know, what you think of this. So this is going to be interesting when uh, I see what you pick. But this is James Love and my guest, Reggie Slater. will be right back.
0: self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics.
1: Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lassiter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams
2: Yes, exactly. Love it, Love it. our Of talk. I'm back to the show, my guest, former NBA player, Reggie Sladey. Still there, Reggie? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. All right. But, well, Reggie, we got to get with those New York Knicks. Do you think, I mean, they, I heard they had the worst draft pick ever.
3: He um, <laughs> I heard laughing. people say that. I heard early speculation that. A lot of people were surprised, shocked, and were not very familiar with the draft pick that New York, uh, picked. But, I have heard that he's turned around, uh, turned a lot of heads. Uh, Chris Stapps or something like that, I can't pronounce his name, but I mean, he, he's, he's a,
2: he, he's, he's,
3: he's turned heads in the summer league. He's doing a lot of positive things. Oh, so, so he is, you think it was a good pick? Well, I think, I think, I think Phil Jackson knows what he's doing. Um you know, uh, and he might see something that other people don't see. And, you know, it's a gamble. And, you know, he made a gamble and, uh, and, and, and now, he, now they're gonna see, you know, what happens with that. You know, it was only, what was it, 15 years ago when Michael Jordan, uh, uh, had that one kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't remember his name, but he he did he, he did not work out very well. Uh, what was you know, thing? it's a number like, one pick.
2: Was so, it Hayward or something?
3: Yeah, something like that.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, wow. so, uh, I don't know. I mean, you you make you make your pick, and you gotta live with it. Let me throw this at you, uh, Raz. What do you see, New York? New York still. You know, if they win 17 games, you know, this year, it's just going to be... Don't you, don't you think that we're on a team like a Carmelo Atkins started? Man, we just saying, I will be are to take these five or six years, and I'm going to be older and older each year, you know? Well, I know, well, uh, and
3: Carmelo's not a young guy anymore. He's, you know, in basketball years, he's an old man. He's 30, I think he's going to be 32. Uh, and there's a lot of reports going out there that that guy's knees aren't what they used to be. So, whew. That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. That's gonna be a tough one, you know? Because uh, essentially you start with a team that has seventeen won seventeen games and they got one of the better players in the league, but somehow they couldn't get it together. You got a rookie coach and Derek Fisher. Um, you know, they, there's a lot of there are a lot of pieces of the puzzle that have to be put together. And again, uh long term, perhaps Phil Jackson made this draft pick. Because he saw something, he saw something, you know, uh, 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 a diamond in the rough with this kid. Which again, I'm looking at the in some leagues, he's performing pretty darn well.
2: Rich, what happens with players? I'm gonna go back to one thing, you know, where they're on, on one team and attitudes all messed up, and they ain't playing good. Then they go on another team, and man, what, what I'm talking about is um, um, Jr. and stripper for. Oh, my so goodness. You are, it's
3: leadership that and that guidance, right? That's player. Yeah, it's leadership and guidance, though, because, I mean, I, I think uh, J.R. And, and this other guy, uh, you know, left to their own device, or left to their own interpretation of what's good and, and what's right, they're going to – their standards are probably not as high as the guy who's been to the finals, who's won a championship. Who knows what it takes as far from a discipline uh, standpoint? So uh, it's proper guidance. You know, Carmelo's never been to the finals. He doesn't know what it takes. Maybe he's not as outspoken as LeBron is. So these guys are just doing, you know, as they think they
2: should. Well, I mean, they were amazing when they were I mean, they were key role players. Oh, they, oh my goodness, man, these guys! They performed Shepard
3: and, and J.R. They performed great. It was it was a night day thing. It really was a night day thing,
2: you know. And, and I looked at the game. That was kept Cleveland in at times, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was it was something to see, man. I tell you what, and that's that's just, a, that's
3: just a great example of what leadership can do. You know, proper leadership.
2: Do you see what like you say? Because I mean, look when um uh um, Ray Allen was over to Miami. Same uh-huh. thing, he left, you know. Uh-huh. You see players mm-hmm. like that that fit in well. You know, I know they're, they're role players, you know.
0: Uh-huh,
2: absolutely. What do you see somebody fitting in, a what position that can help the Bulls become that? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know,
3: man. I don't know. Um, I think I think the Bulls have a pretty good team, man. It's just... Uh, I don't know, you know, it's, it's that ugly bug of injury that's, that's held them back a little bit, um, you know. Um, and, and you know, when, even when you have good chemistry with a team, you know, it's like milk when you go to the store. You know, you have a best-used date, you know. So, you know, you, you, that team is, is best used in this shelf life of three years or four years or, or something like that. Um, uh, you know, that shelf life is getting awful darn short right now. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, there's some things that are gonna need to be done. You know, I don't I don't know how much I don't know how much more time Derrick Rose had. I don't know.
2: I just don't know. You think he's the key to Chicago? I mean, Chicago looking to get rid of him. <sighs> I think that
3: he's a tremendous talent man that has had some really bad breaks. And, you know, they're, they're in a bit of a quandary. Well, they don't know where to go at this point.
2: You know? Rear, one player that I see them was, I was all over here when he was playing a few years back. I mean, he was dominant. And it just seemed like the table just turned on him, and um it's like he almost out of the league, but um the center for Indiana went through um the Lakers. Hibber? Uh yeah.
3: You see, I'm uh, not hundred percent sure what LA was thinking. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a Hebrew fan. But, it took you? Uh I don't know what the LA was thinking on that. I won't lie to you. <laughs> I know they were going after some stellar guys and I think they were going uh the recruiting process for 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 LA was, you know, this is LA, this is a huge franchise. We have a storied history, a storied past, storied players. And whatnot, and um, it's not attracting guys.
2: Uh, you know,
3: instead you got a buttload of guys going over to um, going over to uh, um, uh, San Antonio. I mean, you look at uh, David West or the Doug West. He, he sacrificed. He's going to make eleven or twelve million dollars, and he sacrificed all that to go to San Antonio Spurs for league minimum, which is. You know, one and a half million or something of that nature. I mean, that lets you know that these guys, their head is not where I think a lot of the you – can't, you can't manipulate these guys like you used to, you
2: know? Yeah, but Rez, this guy yeah, was – Yeah, but Rez, come on. <laughs> Rez, come on, Rez. He's laughing. <laughs> what happened to him? He's the dominant sinner. Two years ago, how did he get soft in the year? I don't know if he was a dominant center, man. He was, he was
3: a, I was never impressed by him. I won't lie to you. I was never impressed by that big guy. Never. You know, Uh, I I was never impressed by him. I'll leave it at that. I was never impressed by him. Um, But he did do some things out there, uh, you know, but. I'm not going to say I was impressed by him. Like, yeah, he he's really somebody I can watch. I'm not going to say that at all. I'm i am not going that far.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what about um, Odom, Greg? I mean, Greg some, Odom? Bad yeah. some bad breaks? Yeah. With some bad breaks or just got salt? Because he watched him in, uh, he in Ohio. He was dominant and getting the it's Like, you know. With that frame. Yeah. Huh? Uh, well, I well, think the cool. league is
3: so different than, dude, the league is a totally different game than, than college. There's some grown men you messing with in the league. <laughs> you know, he's a he's a <laughs> full grown man that'll knock your head off. Uh, That's it's a, a totally different game mentally, physically. Uh, you know, you gotta approach it like that. Um, yeah, you're right. He was, uh, he was number one pick, if I remember correctly. And, uh, he's a bust. Just didn't, uh, just didn't pan out.
2: I mean, you look at these teams, and they get these players at 7th or 1 or 7th, and they say, well, we can work with them. But some people you can't work with, right, Ray? They're not going to develop it what you want. Yeah.
3: Well, that's why I mean, they say potential. Potentially, he can do it. Potentially, he can do that. And you're right. Sometimes it just doesn't work out, man. It just doesn't work out.
2: I mean, when I was in high school, I was tenor and I was 4, 7-1, 7-0. They didn't go nowhere after high school, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You figured that size, you'd be, you know? Running right, right. I mean, but they were soft. They couldn't, I mean...
3: Well, well, here's the deal. You, 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 uh, you... Things are more valuable to you when you work for it. So when you are, say if God bless you to be seven foot or 6'10", and you played in high school or maybe even on the college level where you, there, weren't, there weren't that many tall opponents to go up against, uh, you're not going to – you don't realize how valuable your height is. Now, say you put that same person, all of a sudden he's in the league. All of a sudden he's against a bunch of 6'10 guys. All of a sudden he's against some guys that are stronger than him. You got a big X on his mark because they feel they have a chip on their shoulder because they think they should have been the number one draft pick. Ooh, you're not prepared for that, <laughs> you know. And, you know, sometimes you run into that situation.
2: Well, I mean, let's put you, Red. You want a seven foot, and you was knocking no guys out of there. And you six foot ten. What are you red? I'm almost six six. You know what I mean? But look how you was. I mean, what was the, the height when you was coming up? Did they want the tall guy? The no,
0: oh, absolutely! They're one
3: of the tall guys, but yeah, I, I'm a different. Yeah, I, I mean, i have always I'm a little bit different in that I've always been told I was too little, so I've always had a chip on my shoulder. So I've always prepared and, and looked at the game differently. Uh, you know, you, you can't look at the you can't look at the game uh, and say, well, you know, well, uh, he's six six, so he's never going to do anything. Cause he's going against six. Uh, ten guys on paper, he'll get destroyed every time. Yeah, I, I could, I could not look, uh, I could not look at the game like that. For when you all. going up
2: against seven footers and seven one, when you going up against them?
3: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, How absolutely, was I was.
2: How was that? Yeah, I
3: mean, uh, it didn't matter. I mean, psychologically, you had to play, you know, mind tricks with yourself. It doesn't matter if they're six foot one or seven foot one, you know, you're gonna fall. Uh, you know, slowly or quickly. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying, it's not the size of the uh of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. So, you nice. know, one way or the other, you know, if you're taller than me then your 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 lateral movement probably isn't as good as mine is. So I've got to find something, some kink in your armor that I can use to buy advantage, And you know, that's how I approach the game as far as the height difference
2: when I play. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was like, you know, you see people like, I mean, like I used to see Dennis Rodman going up against those taller guys. He didn't care. You know, like you say, I heard you go in there and fight for it.
3: Absolutely. And Dennis is not that much taller than I
2: am, you know? Did you ever go against Dennis Rodman? Oh, yeah, several times. How was that? Was he crazy and strong? Strong. Strong? Oh, my goodness, that dude was strong. Yeah, he was strong.
3: But, and and uh, he had a lot of stamina, great stamina. I mean, he just kept
2: going and going and going and going. You know? Well, Rez, let's do our last break. We'll come back and ask you the question that somebody wanted me to ask. Well, this is James Love and ready to me right back. Thanks. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, you, your host of Loving Sports Talk, and my guest. Probably going to be player, Reggie Slater. Reds. you
2: almost got it done, Reds. All right, all right. Well right I got a question and um somebody told me actually I wanna see where you go with this. Last night they had the um uh, major league baseball all star game, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. they had players that they honored. You know, back the greatest player, you know, Willie Mays and they, you know players and um uh, somebody was saying that Barry Bond should have been there, you know. Uh my question to you is somebody told me actually was who would you have as your players that will be honored that will, you know? For baseball? No, for basketball. They had a, for all for baseball. You know they had like Willie May, they had um I can't think of the other names, but you know the greatest of ever. Who would yours be that you know for basketball that you say the greatest of that should be in honor that you know lifetime? How many how many can I how many can
3: I uh, how many can no, I miss? No, I'll give you I'll give you ten. I'll
2: give, you 10. You give me ten? Yeah
3: man let me, let me let me let me think here i mean uh, arguably i mean people people argue this now uh, who is the greatest basketball player forget the one that talk about lebron and jordan i i always talk about the the person that has led the nba is the all-time leading
0: scorer in the nba and
3: that's kareem so of course okay. kareem's going to be there All right. you know, kareem's going to be there uh, michael jordan's going to be there larry bird's going to be there Magic Johnson's going to be there. Um, let me start. Yeah, let me start. Um, uh, let me see. uh Bill Russell's going to be there. Walt Frazier's going to be there. Um, uh Elgin Baylor. Oh, my gosh. He's going to be there. That's seven people. Um, uh and, you know, Personal favorite, I'm going to throw in Charles Barkley because he's another guy like me that was Six four, and he you know played against guys that were seven foot all the time. He's gonna be in there. Um, let me see. We uh, um, yeah, got two more. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think here. Two more that I put in there. Um, man, yeah, only two more. <laughs> I keep because I respect him so much as a player. Um, man, who else did I put in there? Um, I don't want to, I don't want to make sure it's all young guys. You know, work ethic. I'm going to just go ahead and put Kobe in there. Kobe. Uh, man, work ethic is like his work ethic is phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know, and then, you know, I didn't get a chance to put, um, you yeah, know, I didn't get a chance to put Bernard King in there. You know, I didn't get a chance to put Adrian Dantley in there, who I respect a lot, or Clyde. Oh, Dr. J, my God. I forgot Dr. Dr. J. Oh, Lord forgive me. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of players that I did not. Isaiah Thomas, I didn't put in there. Dolph Shade, gosh, Dominique. There's a lot of Isaiah Thomas. There's John Stockton, come Malone. Uh, man, man, there's a lot of people, but you know,
1: I'm,
3: I'm gonna say my top five. My top five. Mm-hmm. Again, I, so again, I'm an 80s guy, so I'm gonna have Larry Magic. They're gonna be there. Jordan's gonna be there. Um, Bill Russell. Um. Gosh. Who's oh, the guess. last one? I know. I'm just. I'm thinking. I got. I got Magic at the one, Jordan at the two. Um, um, I'm going to put Bill Russell at the five, Larry at the four, and three. <laughs> I, you know, you can put LeBron in there maybe. But, you know, you, you, that would be... There's so many players, man. God,
2: so many players. Well, you know, the reason I asked you that, and I looked at the person who asked me the question was, that because they the Pete Rose and all like that, you know what I'm saying? And these lifetime players that you look at, you know, like, why not um, bond? And so that's why I asked you. It's kind of funny that you got Charles there, and you have Bernard King, like you were saying, or why is that, Rick? Because, I, because I just it,
3: because too. of, you know, media, and, and, and that's the thing that gets you a lot of these kids now is, you know, we got the high definition, and you got the NBA is bigger than it's ever been, it's more accessible, and you can see it more, and so on and so forth, so they forgot about, you know, it's crashing up when people just forget about Kobe. I'm like, y'all forgot about Kobe? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Kobe from the incredible, y'all forgot about Reggie Miller? Oh, y'all forgot about the incredible things Isaiah Thomas used to do? Yes, yeah, so they talk about how great Isaiah, uh, uh, Alan Robinson. Man, there's a lot of players, uh, uh like I said, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, Elgin Baylor, Oscar Robertson averaging a triple-double all season. Oh, come on, man, Bernard King. Come on. I mean, there are some great players that didn't get the air time that a lot of these guys do right now. But, man, the, you know, and, and that's why when I go to all these NBA uh, all-star games or, or events, I'm always in awe. I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a, uh, I'm a fan almost
2: with some of these guys, you know. Man, Just to I'm be around some, some of these guys. I'm gonna throw some at you. Tell me if you remember. it. Remember that game? Um, um, uh, the Knicks were playing, and Bernard King got hurt. He went in the locker room. Remember he came back remember out? Yeah.
3: Came back out. Remember?
2: Man, i will tell you, that's that's,
3: that's 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 a thing called guts. And that's what I that's what I love about athletes is that, you know, and we're all human, and we're all people, but when you are so focused on winning, and you know, there's a saying on the basketball court and on the football, you know, when they say you're gonna leave it all out on the field, or I'm gonna leave it all out on the court. That's not just said just for 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 casual conversation. I mean, these guys are literally broke leg or broke finger, whatever. They're leaving everything out there. And that's why they are at the top of their game, because they're willing to sacrifice everything to get to that prize.
2: Last thing, Red, before we end the show. Dez ready for football, having a contract this year with the Cowboys. He said he's not going to come back and play till they give him a contract. They're going to the franchise him, and he got to play. Do you see players that they don't you know, get the contract they want, will they tank that season so they won't get hurt, will they get that contract, you know what I'm saying? I think they go in and play their hardest, you know. I know you see basketball players like, man, I have my contract up, that I got. You know, do you see players going in and doing? It? I mean, you know, because I man, don't I, like. I think, play. I think, I, I, think, think th- I think, I think this. I think there's
3: a price put on gold. I think there's a price put on uh silver, and there's a uh, price put on copper. And if I was a gold athlete, I'm not gonna accept copper or silver. I mean if he's that good and he's that big of a piece of the puzzle, uh, yeah, I think he 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 has a good stance and feels deserving and waiting to get what
2: he do. You know? Well, do you see if they play that season, they know they ain't got the contract? Are they gonna play that hard so they don't wanna get hurt to the next year when they do get you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know if he's gonna not play
3: as hard because I mean I I think I think when you, when you are professional, man, you do what you do. It doesn't, you know, you're not as effective and you're not quite the person that the fans have gotten used to seeing if you don't play 100%. There is no, there is no off on or I'm going to play as hard or that's not a true professional. If somebody does that, then they're really not a true professional, man, because we are wired to give everything. We are wired to give everything we got, dude. Uh, you know, if, if, if there's somebody else in the instance, I don't know, I don't know who they are. They're not a true professional in my, in my, in my, uh, in my eyes. Because the goal of any player is it's not the money, man. You get paid because you're good at what you do, then the money comes. It's not the money that dictates you, it's you that dictate the money. So if you're a true professional, you're just gonna play as hard as you can. And you're gonna get, you know, you're gonna get the money. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I don't know if I could, you know, validate that argument or that point
2: of view. Well, Reza, well thank you again for being on the show, man. I owe you big time. And thank you, love. I
3: appreciate the time,
1: man.
2: Thanks again, Res.